0: When I first started my wedding photography business back in 2011, I made just $5,000 in my business. Now I bring in multiple six figures per year while working only 30 hour weeks serving my dream couples. I'm here to help you discover that it's so possible to have what you want, when you want in your business so that you can create the life you've always dreamed of and deserve. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Shine and Thrive Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Monica, and today I'm going to be giving you 10 prompt ideas for either branding sessions or individual portraits. Uh, I know the recent podcast episode I did on, I think it was episode 103, it was 10 prompt ideas for your next couple session or wedding. Uh, So many of you loved that freaking episode, uh, gave you so much inspiration. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this also for branding sessions, individual portraits as well. And then if you stay tuned for next week's episode, it's actually also going to be ideas for family sessions, which is also a really, really good one. Um, so to give you just a little bit of quick insight in case you didn't tune into the other episode, uh, episode 103 about the couples prompts, um, I'm going to be taking these out of the super feel, uh, prompt booklets. There are these booklets. If you're watching on YouTube, um, I'm pulling them up to the camera right now, uh, for a whole, a whole bunch of different freaking options for, couples uh, for families and also for branding sessions and solo portraits and these have been a freaking game changer in my business they have given me so much more inspiration I'm not blanking as much I'm so much more even I find more excitement for shooting as well and you're able to really elevate the experience of the individuals that you do photograph um, on a much deeper more meaningful level so I'm gonna be going through actually what I wanna do first is I do wanna kind of explain for those of you that don't know, uh haven't heard of super, super field prompts yet. Um, I don't want to leave you out, especially if you didn't tune into episode 103. So first I'm gonna tell you about the three different levels that they kind of um uh they like they had kind of have it like separated these different prompts in three different levels. So I'll explain those to you because they are really important. And significant to the process and then i'll actually also read out which i didn't do in episode 103 um, i'll read out a whole like list of notes that they have on giving these super fill prompts and this list is so beautifully written out and it could just give you already inspiration just from this list not even learning any new prompts it'll give you so much more insight on how to give prompts effectively as a photographer because at the end of the day it's not really about the prompts. It, like, it really does matter on how you deliver them, finding the right moment, the right person. Like There's so much that actually, it's like a total talent and skill that you learn over time. So also be patient with yourself, right? If you're still not confident with giving these, I do believe that it just takes practice, right? Just like anything, uh, action creates confidence, right? You can't just have confidence to do the thing if you've never really practiced it or done it before. So if you're not confident with it yet, that's okay it will come with time i don't know where you're at in your photography journey but maybe at one point you weren't confident using your camera on manual and then now you're like oh my gosh yeah it's like a breeze it's like driving a car on manual <laughs> like you can you can totally learn this stuff too and become confident in it and these are just a great set of booklets to study in order to really elevate your craft um the meaningful photos that you create for people. Uh, So yeah, I'm going to dive in. So uh, the three different levels are, and I'm going to just read it out from the book because they wrote it so beautifully. Um, They are, let me see. So level one, two, and three, level one, is referred to as laugh out loud so laugh out loud super feel prompts are playful childlike innocent and fun interactions and they often generate happy laughing photogenic expressions and connective gestures and then level two is warm and fuzzy so warm and fuzzy super feel prompts are bonding joyful interactions and they often generate affectionate loving photogenic expressions and connective gestures and level three is referred to as deep and meaningful so deep and meaning feel <laughs> meaningful uh super feel i got i went into deep and meaning feel haha <laughs> i could just invent that word meaningful super feel prompts are very personal intimate interactions and often generate photogenic expressions and connective gestures on the deepest level of care Uh, So I'm going to give you some first from the laugh out loud section. Um, Oh, and also I forgot to mention this because I personally specifically specialize in wedding and couples photography uh, weddings pretty much that I'm a storyteller. I love documenting wedding days authentically, just letting the story unfold. And I'm just there fly on the wall, documenting it as it happens, obviously outside of the, about half an hour of portrait time that I have with a couple, about half an hour of family photos and about half an hour of wedding party photos, obviously depending on how many people they have involved there. But the rest of the day, I'm literally like, you guys be free, hands on the <laughs> hands on the wall. I'm a fly on the wall, be free. And even during the getting ready part, right? So I don't actually do branding photos or solo portraits. And I did, I have dabbled in it. I did do it, especially during the pandemic. I did kind of offer that service again, just so I could... You know, recoup my income that was lost with the canceled or rescheduled weddings. So, I have done it before and I have used some of these, but in episode 103, you guys will have seen actual examples of photos popping up with the prompts. But because I don't specialize in this, like I don't really shoot that many individual portraits, like hardly even at weddings. Like some of my couples are like, we don't really care for an individual portrait of each of us. Like I ask it in my questionnaire so I don't force them to do it if they don't want to on their wedding day um and so how was I saying oh yeah so I very rarely do individual portraits or photos alone of people so for this episode I'm not going to be showing example photos um and I'm only going to be reading these through the booklet as like here's an an idea of a prompt here's an idea of a prompt I'm not most likely going to be expanding on giving you know stories of how I used it or examples of how I used it because I actually haven't used all of these as much. And I am someone that really believes in teaching from experience. Um, Yeah, because you can know so much more from living out an experience and embodying it than just like reading about it and being like, well, I read about it and I learned it. So now here, passing on this knowledge to you guys here, you do this, but it doesn't work that way. I I can't really teach. You can't really teach someone unless you've lived it because you have so much more detail and insight to offer. So that's just a little bit of a heads up on this episode. It is going to be more short and sweet with like, just giving you straight up, like, here's an idea of a prompt. Here's an idea of a prompt. Okay. So diving in. So this one is from the laugh out loud section. Uh, So it's called turn around and it says, have them do a complete 360 degree spin Returning to the place they begin as fast as they are able to and repeat several times. So here, um, oh yeah, oh my gosh, see, I knew I missed something. Um, I wanted to before diving into these prompts, I think it's so important for me to read you guys the notes on how to use these prompts because then you'll be able to hear them differently in your mind and you'll see more possibility with them. Okay, so I'm going to read you all of this. So for best effect, superfield prompts shouldn't be read directly from the field guide to the muse, but instead relayed in a natural way. This means taking some time to memorize your favorites is really important. It's okay to say them in your own words or even make variations that get better results for you. You might like to make some of your, some notes for yourself to refer to them to jog your memory so for example you can always make some notes on like oh um, like the name of a prompt for example this first one I'm going to tell you about it's called turnaround you can always have it in your like back pocket or in your fanny pack if you shoot with a fanny pack just have it there for you to be like oh yeah that that one I forgot about that one um, so okay this is another good point um, people will laugh with you before they will cry with you And you need to build trust with lighter prompts before moving to deeper ones. So that's why they have the three uh, levels, like laugh out loud, warm and fuzzy, and deep and meaningful. Um, Each time you share joy with someone, you're invited one step closer in trust, making it easier for your muse to express themselves genuinely with you. The next point is, it isn't the words of a super, super feel prompt alone that create their emotive effect. But the tone in which they're said, and how safe of a space you you are as the photographer that you create for the muse. So, yeah, tone is so key. Like, so if I'm cre- if I'm saying like a laugh out loud prompt. I'm, I'm usually upping my energy. I'm like, okay, so now you're going to spin her, spin her really fast, spin her, spin her like a helicopter. So I like, I up my energy so that they then feel comfortable to be in that same energy, right? If that makes sense. So, um, so for example, if it's a more deep and meaningful prompt, you want to calm your energy down, talk in a quieter voice, make it feel more intimate because then they will mirror that energy back to you. So this is a big and very important point. Um, the next point is, How would you tell someone great news? How would you tell someone a secret? Remember that super feel prompts with different intensity levels should be given differently, appropriate to their content and level of gravity. So that's pretty much what I just mentioned. Um, Remember that you're asking your muse to show you qualities of their character that may feel vulnerable. You need to ask in a way that shows you respect them as they deserve. This is especially true of the deep and meaningful superfield prompts. So deep and meaningful are what you usually want to do near the end of the session because, you know, it takes time to build that trust, that that openness. Um, They also write here, learn to be okay with stillness. It's better to be silent than to say or do something disingenuous just to fill the space. Often those moments of stillness open doors to the deepest places of connection. This, if you're a avid listener of the podcast, this is something I have very much so admitted to that I'm working on um, because I still can feel awkward with silence, but that's something I'm working on. So um, next point is many of the super feel prompts ask the muses to express with physical emotions, such as touch rather than with words. Having your muse use their body to communicate often means it's easier for them to bypass the self-critical censorship many people subconsciously place on spoken language. It can also help your muses tap into emotions in themselves they don't usually draw from, adding a layer to the fun, spontaneity, and excitement. Oh, Wasn't that paragraph just so juicy? Like Psychology to me is so fascinating. I think it's also important to be emotionally intelligent as a photographer. So for them to even say like, the self-critical censorship many people subconsciously place on spoken language, that means that many people maybe are more afraid to use their voice, their throat chakra um, in front of people or in public or anything like that, rather than just like a secret little touch that maybe no one knows about, right? So it's so fascinating. Uh, the last two points here. Once you've given a super feel prompt, keep your camera up and ready. This is so important, especially with the more physical prompts. Sometimes the best expressions happen after the muse's initial reaction to the prompt has subsided. So usually it's not the actual reaction from the prompt that is the photo. Like, if the, if they're supposed to act surprised with each if it's if you're gonna do something where one of them scares the other or something like that, and it's that that like oh, shock surprise face, it's not actually the surprise face that you might want. You might want it if you want like, you know, a series of funny photos, but it's the laughter out outside of that afterwards that is their authentic laughter just coming out of their soul, right? So that's kind of what they mean by that. And lastly, It's supposed to be fun. Don't take yourself too seriously. Give yourself room to play and explore finding what works best for you and your muse. All right. So after that, I'm going to jump into the next one. Um, Actually, yeah, I'm going to just read the first one and then we'll dive into the rest. OK, so first one is called Turnaround. Have them do a complete 360 degree spin, uh, returning to the place they first began and make sure to do it as fast as possible and repeat several times. So this is a nice way to get them moving into motion, get them giggling in their kind of natural, authentic way. Uh, the next one in the Laugh Out Loud section is called Yes or No. So it says, tell your muse, you're going to say a series of words and ask them to reply only with a yes or a no to each word, indicating how intensely they feel positively or neg- negatively about the word. Um, oh my gosh. I'm like, it's so funny. I'm literally reading right now. And I don't know if any of you experience this, this is off topic. Um, I'm so used to remembering having to read in class in school And I'm like, when is the last time I read out loud? I'm like, that's why I'm like, just like screwing up all over the place. It's like so different to read in your head versus out loud. I'm like, oh, this is good practice. Okay. I'm going to start again because I screwed that one up. I want to make sure you guys get this. So it says, tell your muse, you're going to say a series of words and ask them to reply only with a yes or a no to each word indicating how intensely they feel either positively or negatively about the word by how dramatically they reply. So some example words are baby kittens, cilantro, uh, dark chocolate, dentist visits. Oh my God. I would be like, no, no dentist. Oh my God. I'm so sensitive to dentist visits. Um, Hot oil massage, salmonella. (laughs) That's so funny. Pad time, oil spills, cuddling, pineapple on pizza, eh? Uh, And steaming coffee. Um, And here there's a tip. It says it's helpful to alternate between words, likely to be positive or negative. Note that the more evocative the word or phrase you use, the more likely you are to invite interesting responses. See, just like I did, it was automatic. I'm like, dentist visits, no! And it's so dramatic. And then, you know, you can Capture them like giggling and laughing about that afterwards. So I freaking love this one so, so much. And this is actually a fun one. You can even do this with couples too, or families. Like there's, you can use these in so many different ways. Okay. And the next one in the laugh out loud section is called Senses. Ask them to think of someone they love a lot. Tell them you're going to ask them a series of questions about that person and to call out the first word that comes to mind. And then it says in quotes, if blank, so the name of the person. um, So I'm going to just use Rory. So if Rory were a sound, a smell, a taste, a touch sensation, what would they be? You can have them go through several people they love and even themselves. So pretty much you're not supposed to say that sentence all like in one go, but you're, you would be like, okay, so you have the person. Okay, cool. Um, So if Rory was a sound, say the first word, right. Um, And I would be like, (laughs) on <laughs> my guitar. That's what I would that's what I would say. Um if he was a smell, I'd say coffee. A taste and keep going. So that's pretty cool because like they're like, "Oh, yeah, the first it's pretty amusing to see like what the first word of that sense pops up into your mind or the person you care about so much." So that's a fun one. Um and then another one, the last one in the laugh out loud section. I mean, there's more in the booklet, but the last one I'm sharing here. It's called word association. Tell your muse you're going to say a series of words and ask them to reply immediately with the first word that comes to mind without judging or filtering it. Example words. Are you guys ready for these words? (laughs) Octopus. Sweater. Ocean. Boner. I love it that they wrote boner in here. Sting. (laughs) Invisible. Queen. Debauchery. Alien invasion. Grandmother. Vulva. Jon Snow. Like how freaking random is that? This is so funny. So yeah, they're supposed to just like think of the first word that comes to mind with any random word that you say. Um, So yeah, I love that one so much. It's literally laugh out loud. Okay. The next section is deep and meaningful. Okay. So this one is called joy. So it says, have them close their eyes, ask them what was one of the greatest memories of joy in your life? Help embed them in that moment by asking them to think about what they can see, hear, feel, taste, and smell. Now ask them to fill up their whole body with this feeling. Take your time and make sure to say, take your time. And when you're ready, I want you to open your eyes and let all that joy pour into the lens. So see how I already have changed my like, The way I speak a little bit, right? You want to be more peaceful, more calm, and it would be a little bit more of a meditative experience. Which is how cool is that for them to experience that kind of feeling in a session? And for those of you that do meditate or have meditated before, or you know have have had that feeling of intense presence, don't you feel your your most authentic self and your most calm self, and like when you're present and even more most confident self? So it's a beautiful gift to give them through that prompt. Okay, the next one. It's called Relive. It says, ask your muse to tell you what day they would relive if they could only choose one and why. And I, what I love about these booklets is that they actually encourage just conversation, like pausing for conversation, getting to know them. And you might be thinking like, oh, but I only have so much time in session or whatever. Like as you grow and evolve as a photographer, you'll start to understand how much time you personally need as an artist to evoke the certain feelings and emotions and expressions in your clients and your couples. Like I used to do engagement sessions for two and a half hours. Like That was my offer. But now I do them for an hour and a half. And I feel like that's the sweet spot. And I have all the time and space I need for what I need and to capture what I capture. And so you could figure that out over time. So I would encourage you, if you're just starting out, even have the session be a little bit longer, just so you can like not feel rushed. Because Rushing and stress really does stifle creativity. Um, so, for example, this one, they might actually be like, "Oh, I don't know," and you'll just have to be like, "Oh, take your time." And yeah, let let me know. Let's have a conversation about it, and then really listen to them and understand, and put that put, put them in that energy. And yeah, it'll make them feel those warm and fuzzy feelings because it's like the one day in their lives that they want to relive. That's so special. And then when they look back at that portrait of them, they'll feel that authentic expression in them. They'll feel actual feelings and emotions of that moment. So I think this is a great one too. Okay. And the last one I'm going to share from the uh, warm and fuzzy is called Catalyst. Ask your muse who's had the most impact on their life over, over the last 12 months and why. And so pretty much this is another conversation starter. And you can only have like, you can choose to have like one of these in your session if you want, right? Or two. Um, you could figure that out, but it's okay again to have that conversation. Um, yeah. It'll just open up their hearts and and all of that. Okay. Now we're into deep and meaningful. So this one is called journey. Ask them how they've changed from the person they were 10 years ago. What is the biggest lesson they've learned? If they could travel back in time and tell their past self of 10 years ago something, what would it be? And they wrote a note here saying, questions like the above are meant to be suggestions for inviting conversations about meaningful topics. Once the conversation has been sparked, pay attention to your curiosity and follow where it leads you. So if you noticed a certain way or they they sat or they relaxed their hands or the way that they smiled if you notice those things as they're talking about it that's where you can get the inspiration and be like oh my gosh do that do that again you just did or like wait stay like that oh you look so beautiful or amazing like and give them that like confidence boost with your words that that you're excited and um so that's kind of what they mean by like follow your curiosity listen to your intuition uh notice what inspires you and you're like oh I want to freeze that in time. Like those are the moments that you want to capture when you have that like feeling in yourself. Okay. The next one, the second, last one is called embody. Ask them to close their eyes. When they hear the word you're about to say, they should imagine their eyes filling up with the feeling or energy of that word. Some example words are hope, power, second chances, softness, adventure, curiosity, mystery after a few seconds ask them to open their eyes and imagine the energy of the word pouring out of their eyes and straight into the lens so this is what tyra banks would call smizing <laughs> right this is the, like all i remember oh what was that show called damn it to the tyra banks and like the model competition um yeah i just remember she's like smize like put put happiness through your eyes. And I'm like, that's so cool. I still don't know how to do that to this day. (laughs) Um, Okay. Last one. Oh, and by the way, I feel like they don't have to know how, how to do it because if someone really does, that's why this prompt is called embody. Like, you know, it's we know what that feels like and so if they close their eyes and really feel that feeling and they open up their eyes it's naturally going to happen So maybe you know what maybe I do know how to how to smile. now that now that I think about it maybe I just need to do that myself I'm like yeah yeah that's so true I just see I just learned something I'm like instead of like being like okay I have to smise, I have to actually feel the emotion and then open up my eyes and I'll smile through my eyes there you go All right. Last one. It's called get free. Tell your muse to think about something that has been weighing them down or holding them back. Have them imagine feeling the energy build up inside them. And when they're ready to look up into the sky and get it out of their system with a big loud sound. So see how you wouldn't start off the session with this. It's so vulnerable. It's so like like throat chakra heart chakra opening right if they're looking up into the sky it's opening up the throat chakra their their chest is expanding with their heart right it's opening so it's a very vulnerable kind of prompt to do um but it could feel really liberating if it's like maybe you know someone that is having their branding photos or individual portraits taken outside with like no one around imagine them just like screaming into the abyss or even just like going like ka like you do in yoga or something, right? It's, it could be funny or it could be a release or it could be emotional for them. Like every person will react differently. Um, So yeah, and it says here, a little note, it says variation, instead of having them call out, they could throw what's been holding them back away from them. So like throw their hands up, like let the energy go, um, or begin with their arms wrapped tightly around themselves and then open them as wide as they can to symbolize the release. So again, you can intuitively decide what direction feels best for that unique individual. Um, so, those are the 10 prompt ideas that I had. This booklet alone. So, this is the Solo Volume 1 Superfeel booklet. Um, it has 30 prompts in total. So, that was just 10. That was just like one third of them. And it's so nice to have this handy. Uh, they also sell digital um, copies of it. So, you can just have it on your iPhone or your computer, print it out, make your own booklet, like whatever. Um, so, yeah, that was it. And I wanted to share. So again I got the whole they have so many different options of like which bundles to get like if you want just the solo just the family just the couples uh prompts or all of them like I just bought all of them because I'm like I might as well just buy all of them then I'm set for pretty much the rest of my career no matter what direction I go in um it's so nice and you can also cross get inspired from from a lot of them Um, So I personally, if you're like, oh, which bundle did you get? I got the pro bundle and it has the six field guides for families, couples, and solo. And in total, there's 180 prompt ideas. Like this is why I'm like, you're set for the rest of your career. It's such a great investment. Um, And yeah. And again, they have a digital download and also a printed edition available. Um, I do think that the printed editions sell out quite often. So a lot, oftentimes people just get the digital download and then just get it sent off to like be printed and laminated. And that way it's more weatherproof too. So that's a good option too. Um, And yeah. And to support um, you buying these for yourself, you know, for your, for your, you know, creative journey, um, for you getting re-inspired for you being set for the rest of your photography career. Um, I do have a coupon code for you for 20% off. And as a lot of, you know, I literally am, I'm not an affiliate for like hardly anything. I'm, I have to personally use it myself personally, get a lot of benefit to affiliate for another brand. And I think these guys do such an incredible job. Um, these prompts have a, such a beautiful, positive impact on the world because they help make those photos more meaningful and also People getting photographed feel more seen for who they are. And it's it's just such a beautiful thing. So the coupon code is SarahMonica20. And that's Sarah, no H, Monica with a K. And it's all in caps. So all in capital letters, SarahMonica20. And that's 20% off. Um, And you can also click the link in the show notes or below this video in YouTube if you just want to quickly click through and make your order. Um, And that's pretty much it. So that's it for the solo one. Um, And next week, I'm going to give you 10 prompt ideas for family sessions. So stay tuned for that. And also, I would be so grateful if you found value in this episode or if you want to share with your other photographer friends, like, oh, here are some more prompt ideas. Like, please, please share this episode. Uh, It would mean the world to me because then I would be able to reach even more photographers, help even more photographers with my education um, and, you know, keep them company on while they're driving on their walks to learn and be inspired and not feel so alone on their photography journey as well. So I would love it. Please screenshot this episode, tag me on Instagram at Sarah Monica photo. Uh, and I will be more than excited to reshare that you shared and give you a little shout out and a thank you and connect with you. Uh, so yeah, thank you again so much for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode. Yay! Thank you so much for hanging out with me and tuning into this episode. If you got value out of it, please feel free to message me on Instagram at sarahmonicaphoto. that's sarah, no H, Monica with a K, photo, to let me know. I get so freaking energized hearing from others that what I've said has had a positive impact on their lives. Also, make sure to hit subscribe to the Shine and Thrive podcast to never miss an episode. I'm so grateful for you, and I'm sending you all the productive vibes your way so you have the best week ever. Do you love shooting, but hate the endless admin, culling, and editing that follows your wedding and portrait bookings? Yep, me too. In fact, if you're anything like me, you got into photography to get out from behind a desk. And yet, the irony is, the more you shoot, the more there is to do on the back end, which translates to more time spent behind your computer screen and less time doing what you love most, which is shooting. But the good news is I have a game-changing free resource that can help you break free of the cycle and cut down these precious hours by, guess how much, up to 70% of the hours that you usually work. It's called my three-hour post-wedding smart workflow checklist, which as the name suggests, shows you my exact step-by-step workflow for getting all of these tasks completed in just three hours. Yep, that's right literally from backing up the photos on a wedding night through to delivering the online gallery to my clients in just three hours. Inside the guide, you'll find a detailed breakdown of exactly what I do and don't do in my workflow, how long everything takes me, what I outsource, when, and to who. This includes the editing service and gallery providers I use plus tips throughout for streamlining the process even further that have been honed in over my 11 years experience in business. And PS, the same process I outline in this guide is transferable for both brand and portrait photographers too. So I got you too. Do you need to see it to believe it? I don't blame you. Head to saramonica.com forward slash workflow to download a free copy straight to your inbox and join a crew of photographers working smarter instead of harder in their photography businesses. Sarah is spelt without an H and Monica is spelt with a K. So that's saramonicacom forward slash workflow and make sure to download this powerful free resource now.